Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to Rosecast. It's been a long time, but we're back. Long break. To our knowledge, this show remains the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male and a racial best friend duo. I haven't checked on that recently. I hope it's still true. If it's not, if you know for a fact that it's not, let us know and we'll adjust. We'll take half the merch off our shelves and we'll just have to start from scratch with a new slogan. We'll do it. It's no big deal. Class is in session, A.B. Because uh. she's a teacher. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's game time. <laughs> Listen, I'm calling all... I was going to say this later, but... All the contestants are her class the rest of this season. I'll be calling oh, I like whenever that. I'm addressing the... The class? Know, the guys, <laughs> I'm going to be saying the class. <laughs> going forward. I've made that decision halfway through this episode. The batch, this show is kind of like a pimp my ride in that they take one or two elements of your life or personality and then they drill it into the ground <laughs> until there's nothing left. Oh, you like fish? Here's a fish car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where the entire outside is a fish tank. No, I, I mean, I just had a, I had I a just, couple of fish. It wasn't like the focal was point up. of my life. <laughs> yeah. So, but at least these are two. There's a lot of meat on the teacher and basketball bone. Which gives me hope for I fun like activities. Those bones. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be good dates coming from those. Yeah. So yep. I like that. I'm also very excited to see. One of the things I think about when I watch a show is, I go, I wonder if that guy's any good at basketball. Or <laughs> well, we're going to find out. You know, there's a basketball date. I can confidently say this cast. This is the is best basketball the playing best cast. Hoop. If you put a five out there with this cast, it would throttle any other cast in the history of this show, class. including Rachel's. Oh, no class. question. No question. And Rachel had some hoopers on there. Rachel had DeMario and... All right, we're so far off track. If you're a new listener, <laughs> welcome. This isn't typically how it starts. Anything else you want to say before we dig into it, AB? No. All right. I already, right I already used my classes in session bit. Class. We open with footage of her showing her fifth graders how to divide fractions and stuff. Quickly falls off the rails when these kids start digging into her personal life, asking <laughs> about how many boyfriends she's about to have. You think this is a real class of hers, or is, are these all plants? Some of them are suspiciously good actors. <laughs> just, it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's real, AP. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed real. Okay. They don't, I will say this group doesn't know anything about the show. One of them was like, well, I don't know, probably eight boyfriends, probably 15. It's like, get serious, Sally. We're talking <laughs> about 30. 30, 35. <laughs> More Michelle background. Grew up in Minnesota. Had an idyllic childhood with loving parents who didn't miss one sports activity. That's tough. Not one. Not, not one, one time. I, not one listen, parent missed one activity. Say that, I've heard Come people on. say that. <laughs> It's just not true. Not There's one. just no way. <laughs> it's just not possible. Ever? It's tough to believe. <laughs> but I'll take it for a while. I don't word buy it. I it don't seems buy like it. a lot. It seems like... I don't buy it. Michelle, super passionate about basketball. Didn't date until her senior year. It's implied that dating has been difficult for her because her parents are so great. That was kind of a loose connection. I don't even mm-hmm. know if I took the proper meaning from that. I think her parents are really cute. They both seem delightful. Yeah. Which bums me out. Why? 
Well, you know me. I like a hard ass at hometowns. I like one parent to not be on board. <laughs> this dad, this dad is not a hard ass. Uh, He's just going to be. It's, there's going to be no issues. He almost cried like three times. I mean, these parents are too nice. <laughs> I almost cried when when Michelle's mom was talking about Michelle's dad and how much she loves him and how great of a guy he was and how she hopes that she can find someone like him. I almost cried right there. That, that was I got emotional. Scene. These two love each other. I would like to know these people in real life. I would too. I would well, prefer my bachelor parents to be hard. Someone asses. you don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want <laughs> this to, guy. What's her dad's name? I didn't write I don't even it down. know if they told us, but that guy puts it down on the grill. I would love to go <laughs> to, an, to a grill out at their house and hang out with those two and Michelle. Michelle arrives at Indian Wells. Shows up in the whip. This is just nothing. No, right. no, nothing funny here. She shows up in the whip, walks out, struts up to her room. Doesn't even have Pretends to check like in. That's the most impressive room she's ever seen, which it yeah, wasn't. That's not a bachelor <laughs> no, lead worthy room. I personally wasn't that impressed with the room and the accommodations they showed there. No big deal with the room. Where are we at? Indian Wells. Are they not saying it? No, they said I don't. It. Did they? Okay, I must have missed yeah. it. I would have thought. I think it's I near Palm Springs. I would have thought they would have said that often, and I must have missed the one time they said it. One comment about these scenes is they, they were kind of endearing to me because it it came off like Michelle thought some of the lines she had to say were stupid, and I like that. She was like, yeah. bring on the men. Like, this is kind of ridiculous, <laughs> right? School's out for the summer, she <laughs> said. She kept doing like, all right, here we go. It's the pregame warm-up. And I'm like, <laughs> she doesn't corner. buy into this fully, which I appreciate. <laughs> Guy backgrounds. Chris, 28, from New Orleans, lives in Los Angeles. Southern gentleman. Hooper. He's a point guard. Oh, that's right. He was Both love sports. I didn't see any proof of that. He hoops. Goofy guy. He'll put floaties on. Just a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do anything for him. He'll go out in the ocean with Classic some floaties goof. on. That's funny. He's a an adult clown. with floaties on. That's funny. <laughs> him and Michelle, both family-oriented. Hmm. <laughs> Rare. It's interesting. <laughs> Interesting fact. <laughs> I would love somebody to come on and be like, not a huge family guy. No, I mean, Hate I have a great siblings. family, but I just really don't like them. <laughs> yeah, it's a me problem. I don't get along with them. I don't like them. Not yeah. that important to me. Take it or leave it. Family stuff. <laughs> Chris loves that Michelle is authentic and wears her heart on her shoulder, which is a new one. That's I'm not a phrase. Chris. For the record, that's not a phrase, wearing your heart on your shoulder. <laughs> I did. I noticed that. <laughs> Joe C, 28, real estate developer, born and raised in Minneapolis. Hooper. Renovates homes. He Hooper. drilled a LeBron. And now NBA this is range. footage. NBA range. NBA range. LeBron turnaround three turnaround. for the fellas. <laughs> turnaround. Graduated the same year as her. We'll get to more later on this, but it seems okay. But like... did you know then you were like, okay, you're both from the no, same like mid-sized no city. You both play basketball. You both play. If you play basketball, you are aware of the other basketball players who signed the to play D1 Division players. One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The D1 you're players. aware of each other. I have a feeling. I don't know where yeah, he played, absolutely. but I'm sure he was aware of her. Yeah, agreed. Clayton, 28, Columbia, Missouri, barrel-chested hoss. <laughs> Well, it's the big show. <laughs> I'm funny that you said that because I wrote right here. This guy looks like he could fucking body slam Andre the Giant at, Giant at WrestleMania. This Six is one of the biggest 60. guys I've ever seen. <laughs> He's a monster. He should, in the, he should be in the WWE. Country That's, Gronk in the is wrong. what I put here. Played in Missouri. <laughs> this man is a monster. Corn fed. Intimidating. But yeah, but a sweetheart. I don't know. He I couldn't D get over how big he was. He's a massive <laughs> man. I can't. Anytime he was on the screen, I couldn't get over it. Uh, his mom is a teacher, so he likes that Michelle is a teacher. Mm -hmm. If your mom was a teacher, you got the fast track into the cast. Not a hooper. I'll be commenting on if they're hoopers or not hoopers. This guy's not a hooper. Is that? Did you see the preview? And that's how you glean nope. that information. No, nobody that size is a hooper. No, sometimes this guy's bigger no. than Zion. All right, at, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't know, dude. Paul White was a hooper. Big Show himself, and so uh, was Undertaker. 
Size well, that size like that doesn't grow on trees. That's true. That, <laughs> that's true. I think not that beefy up top. You can't, except for Big Show. Big Show. Which I don't have proof that he's actually a hooper, but Undertaker, I am. Uh, All right, we're off track. Brandon J, traveling nurse recruiter from Portland, Oregon, 26. He's a fun guy. Lists off various sports that he plays. Ready hooper. to start a family. Wears a black turtleneck. I forgot really to write hard. a joke about that. Really hard to keep this guy in front of you if you're a defender. He would blow right by me. He's quick. Well, that's not saying much. Growing up, he had to raise his brother because his parents were always working. I've found that. I hope they're not watching. I hope that's not a sore spot for the family to be like. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he was just lying. They're watching with him. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Nate, 27, from Winnipeg, living in Austin, Texas. Cool looks- earrings. Well, they're bold. <laughs> they're bold. Those are cool. Those catch your eye from across the room. Yes. He hopes Michelle likes road trips because there's nothing better than a road trip. Fact check, true. Yeah, that's a fact. There's nothing better. I think he gets to bring his dog. The only guy I didn't know to bring his dog. <laughs> he drove with his dog all the way there. Going on there. <laughs> this guy seemed like a great guy, but my main question is, can you hoop? I, that's what I've got. That's my question for all these guys. Can you hoop? If you can't hoop, he's out. He's out. Me and Michelle are probably out. I was gonna say, can you imagine Michelle being like some? One of these, I'll say one of these guys can't dribble three the, times in a row. I don't think she's gonna marry him. No, if you can't do a du- if you can't dribble with both hands, two balls, do the well, two, a guy two ball we'll, trick. We'll I know he did. If later. you can't do what that guy did, you're. You're in trouble, You're in trouble. this You're season. In trouble. Uh, one last thing about Nate. His mom's a teacher. Yep. Of course. Mm-hmm. Chris G. from Halifax, Nova Scotia, 28. Speaker for a nonprofit. Mm. Seemed to me like he was doing a voice. I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> Maybe it's an unfair criticism, but he was talking. I was like, just do your... He started talking. I'm like, no, no, no. Do your regular voice. You can tell when someone's using a voice. Just talk to me. A speaker voice. <laughs> this was the first guy where Tasha and Caitlin show up to his room to mm-hmm. rummage through his personal belongings with no warning. <laughs> I liked what they're doing. I'm I would ha- like it if the, uh, I was the I'm guy. not having this. I'm not allowing this. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I might have my, re- it might smell in there. I might have my retainer just I'm loose. I'm cracking on the, the door. Thing. I'm not even letting them in. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, you got the lock on it still? Who's there? Yeah. You two? Oh, you two? What do you no, guys the need? the host of the show? Yeah. No, I'm good. We'll, well, this is fine. Uh, we I'll are talk right to here. you guys later. You don't, Nobody's coming into this room. This is- I don't need Kaylin and Tasha seeing which pairs of my underwear have loose waistbands. You don't need to see that. That's not your business. No. <laughs> no. Hotel rooms are not for other people's eyes unless no. you're invited no. in. Period. No. I'm sorry. You're not coming in. No. Here's the other thing, Rim. They were putting their they were putting their finger on the, the the hole so you can't see out. Which should be illegal, I'm saying, by the okay, way. I'm not opening. Take your hand out. Who is Who it? Who is it? Who is it? I'm Who not opening. I'm I'm not opening if you're covering the fucking hole. No way. No chance. <laughs> the only other people who do that is crazy? the police. <laughs> Are you crazy? I'm not opening. They do the same thing to some guy named Spencer who likes inspiring the youth and apparently has a complicated skincare regimen. Mm-hmm. Ryan, 30, environmental consultant, goes to work with his lunch pail. Lunch pail guy. Digs shit. Uh, You know, he seemed too put together to be a true lunch pail guy. His hair was too nice to be a true lunch pail guy. I didn't buy it. You didn't buy the the digging, whatever he was digging out of there in the dirt? I don't think he's often on a tractor riding around topless. That's what I'll say. Tractor guys keep their shirts on because they fear that they respect the sun, <laughs> yes. and Ryan doesn't appear to respect no. the sun. <laughs> Great. This could all be wrong. He could be out there. Absolutely. The 60 I, hours I don't know. I'm just giving know. you my opinion on what I thought. <laughs> Tasha and Caitlin show up, kick him out to inspect. Ryan's like, what do I care? They're not going to find anything. <laughs> Don't you remember I, that binder you made? <laughs> I felt like this was a pretty obvious setup, A.B. The only reason they went into the other guy's rooms was to make it seem like they just happened upon these notebooks. Based sure. on his reaction later, I bet he told producers about these notebooks proudly. Like, dude, I'm prepared, guys. I got all this got shit. I'm ready notebooks. to go. Got all these notebooks. <laughs> you want to see my notebooks? Like, oh, very good, Ryan. I think you're probably right here. 
What'd you make of them finding his Bachelorette franchise playbook? Bachelorette, Bachelorette spelled, spelled wrong. wrong. Yeah. Spelled wrong in the front. Uh, I noticed some names in there. Jason, Mike, and Blake. Next to Mike, it said, has a major swagger. <laughs> J- <laughs> Jason said, not your typical Bachelorette. Bachelorette can I don't know what Knows that means. Knows finance. No spike. <laughs> seems pretty. Jason seems very typical of, of a bachelor contestant. I don't know what's going on there. And then Blake, I didn't get exactly what they said there, but uh, this was the end of Ryan, and I knew that. There's no yeah. coming back from this. The le- the hosts saw your binder, and it's talking about shit that you can't talk about. How are you gonna come back from this? How are you gonna explain this? Hey, say what you want about all this. He highlighted some beloved stars. If you're going to emulate, if Ryan's going to emulate anybody, I feel like Jason Tardick would probably, that guy's married to one of the hosts of the show. I feel like that's a good, that's something good to shoot for. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. She read his name on there, yeah. In my opinion, a lot of these notes seemed like they were written for him by someone else. Do you agree? The typed notes. That we saw in the quick little flickers on the screen seemed seem like so. they're written by someone who watches the show and he used that as a study guide. Probably. Okay. I don't, he, he explains it later and we'll get to that. I didn't think he was lying about all of what he was saying. I didn't know that he was even agree. lying. I don't know. Maybe, who knows? I could agree. I could, I could see someone else writing this for him. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Limo arrivals. Michelle wants to see a lot of potential relationships, wants to be excited about more than one person. As an audience, we want that too, Michelle. We Same. definitely don't want a Becker or Claire situation. Claire. <laughs> it's not what we want. Claire situation here. And if you do just have one, mislead us. Please. Uh, Caitlin and Tasha, in the midst of pumping Michelle up for her big night, mentioned that they've met some of her guys. Feel like this was probably a good opportunity to mention that you uncovered some damning evidence. No, about one you of can't. Them. Nah, you can't <laughs> do it you then. Wait, you can't do it then. No. But obviously, I would have loved for the the binder thing to last for weeks. I would love the binder to go hang over the. I think show for two weeks at least. You know, I actually think this was the appropriate amount of time to have the binder, and the resolution was great. The Having her go there and read the binder was phenomenal. I think it was a good... I think, it was I think good. you're probably right. You're probably right. I, I'm good. just used to things being dragged out. I have yeah, this was good. I, I feel response. like it was, wasn't even half an episode. It was good. Good storyline. First up, Nate. Better Nate than never. 27. Austin. Mm-hmm. Seems normal and friendly. He's excited to see her top of my list so far at this point <laughs> he's the first guy he says better better nate than never and she lets out a loud exaggerated uh yeah. fake laugh i had my eyes <laughs> peeled for that in the future is michelle just gonna be fake laughing at these guys because that wasn't funny and she knows it romeo 32 new york city speaking some french my name's romeo i'll help you be my juliet People forget the end of Romeo and Juliet was a disaster for both parties. It's not something you shoot for as a You'll be dead. relationship. You'll be Unless dead. Unless you both want to be dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Jack, 30. White Tux. Army officer from Philadelphia. The names are flying on the screen here, and I had a big issue with this all episode, especially at this part of the episode. I noted these names were on there for half a beat. Okay, I need them on there longer, and I need the Instagram handles. I'm not gonna ask again. I feel like you'll probably ask again. We ask, ask every again. season. I'm gonna ask when again when they do the rapid fire thing, and they refuse to have the they name won't give on us there. The names when the or when if someone's on for literally four frames, they will only have the name on there for those four frames. You can leave it on when just they're not it. on the screen, and just say like the guy who was on the screen a second ago, his name is this. Well, like Jack, they put it, they threw it up there. There's nothing going on on the screen that you need to get the name out of the way. Just leave it on there yeah. for his whole fucking segment, and it would make it a lot easier for us to get to know the people. Eloquently and perfectly stated. And it would really help your <laughs> podcast out. Yeah, <laughs> people no that kidding. are podcasting I'm tired show. of it. <laughs> I have to go back. These This episode takes it me takes so fucking you have to pause long it. to watch, because I have to pause, I have to go back, I have to look. I, can't, I, I started last night. I was going to watch it live. 
didn't go to bed, did you? Me and Kendall were going to watch it together, and I had to get up. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep up, because I'd be like, who did you? Who's who is that? And she's like, I don't know. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm going to have to watch this again, anyways. Let me get out of here. I can't watch this. I can't watch the first episode for enjoyment. Because the name champagne problems there, but they're problems nonetheless. They're Listen, problems. His name is Jack Russell. I like this guy. He seems it's a little not, nervous. You can't. You can't be named for a dog breed. It's not happening on this show. He's got to go by John or Jacob because then she's she's meeting thirty people. Yeah, you're gonna be like, guy's name is a dog's name. <laughs> That's all you're gonna be thinking about him, no matter what he says. <laughs> and he ties it in with the loyal and attentive, but mm-hmm. it wasn't to be. No. Clayton, a monster of a man. (laughs) (laughs) What's the guy in Game of Thrones? What's that guy's name? The The Mountain. The Mountain, mountain. yeah. This guy is the mountain. That guy is the mountain. (laughs) He brought a yardstick. My God. He he brought a yardstick because he needs three of them to measure himself because of his height. (laughs) Jamie, 32, biotech CEO. He's got impressive. a tan jacket. <laughs> That's impressive. I mean, you don't know what the fuck's. I'm a CEO. Technically, it doesn't mean shit. That's good... I mean, come on, AB. You're not serious. Whoa, impressive. CEO. Impressive. What's impressive is his tan jacket with a black shirt. That's a standout outfit that isn't too loud. Take notes, AB. Positive vibes from Jamie. I was gathering positive vibes the whole time. And Michelle says he is one that definitely caught my eye. Something to note. Interesting, because I wrote, I'm not sure about this vibe. (laughs) The eye contact was a little intense for my taste. (laughs) That's fair. We'll see. I've been wrong before about first impressions. Who knows? The guy's on the screen for 10 seconds. I'm going to jot down some notes. (laughs) Chris, 28, Halifax guy. Anything on Chris? Some about a rose full of in a field full of daisies. I like that. That was smooth. Motivational speaker. Uh, I noted here Michelle's being delightful. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. Malik, 36, San Diego, academic administrator, Hmm? the honey badger. Nothing else on Malik. No, nothing there. Cool hair. Alec, 29, North Charleston, South Carolina, engineer. Something about getting her back on track. Hopefully he does some train stuff. Was that an engineer deal? The track? I hope so. I, I, it, was, it wasn't It was tied in enough. I needed more. No, he just got a blip. Maybe a train conductor hat or something. <laughs> Will, 28, academic interventionist from Grand Rapids. Speaks a little Espanol. I find it strange when people are blown away by someone speaking, speaking a different, a different language. language. It's yeah. not it, just another language. It's not romantic at all. He, could, he said, hello, I'm <laughs> it's Will. not romantic. Nice it to isn't. meet you. It's not like, oh, sweep me on my feet. I will say, if I knew another language and I went on here and I didn't have anything good, I would just do that. It seems to work. It yeah. seems to work well. Bienvenidos a Miami. <laughs> And you go, that's welcome to Miami, Will Smith. You're welcome <laughs> for sweeping you off your feet. Pardeep, 30, neuroscientist from Brooklyn. She laughed. He said something about his dopamine on fire. This was, it, are we are we in the midst of the rapid fire segment here? Not quite. Okay. Because I still have the names here. You know, I saw online, this is the first uh, Indian contestant on The Bachelorette. I didn't do any research to back that up. I just saw a tweet about it. If that is true, that's interesting to me. He tweeted that he was the first Indian American to receive a rose on The Bachelorette. Oh, okay. We've watched a lot of this show. I don't remember any. I don't remember Indian off the top of my head. No. no. On The Bachelorette. There have been some on The Bachelor. Yeah. Yep. Especially recently, but not The Bachelorette. That's crazy. Good to see. Olu, 27, IT analyst from Newark. Line about it feels like it's NBA draft night, which. How would you know, Olu? Yeah, what do you, you know? I, that's what I was confused about. What do you know about the NBA draft, pal? And she I doesn't it up, either. I'm like, did this guy, was he at the draft? <laughs> that's what I was like. I was like, was this guy an NBA player? What's going on? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> to the camera, Michelle says, I feel like these men have done their homework. Why? Because they're talking about basketball? Well, I, I call that out because I want to tie back in with uh, whoever that guy's Ryan or whatever the guy wow. the notes the notes homework, guy. and it it wasn't that guy a, did his homework. 
People have gotten sent home for not doing their homework in recent seasons. It's an interesting Is contrast. Is Rip back this guy? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's, it's interesting to think about the fact that literally some people come on the show unprepared and are told to leave for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a sweet spot, Rim, just like anything. There is a there's sweet a sweet spot. spot. Well, that's what we're going to talk about when we okay. get to it. Chris S, 28, taking the school thing a little too far. He brings a whole school bus. He's got shorts and a backpack. I kind of like this. This guy was, I didn't know if this guy was creepy or cool. I couldn't tell. Well, obviously the the D line was inappropriate. However, she seemed to enjoy it. So there's a banter. Again, They're going back know. and forth. Michelle came with the C later and D for detention. They were, you know, they're riffing off each other. Had a little chemistry there. Strangely, Chris didn't talk to her the rest of the night. He was no. presented like a real player. I thought he, well, yeah, I was expecting something from him. Garrett, thirty three, tech CEO, AB <laughs> from Salt Lake City. <laughs> Poor guy broke his foot right before he came. It's <laughs> so devastating. He- you know, one time I was in a wedding and I br- and I tore my Achilles right before and that shit sucked. That's what this reminds me of. Walking around. Ruins I looked, the whole experience. I had like a, a limp in a boot. I don't know what he did with his boot. I assume he's just gritting under and grinding it probably- <laughs> through. <laughs> but it's not good. It's a bad situation. Casey, 36, advertising creative director from Miami Beach. Does a little hand slap little thing. Hand slap, I like that. That's cute. Brandon K, twenty nine, New Orleans, presents with some Mardi Gras beads. The "Show Me Your Heart" joke was delayed, and for that reason, it did not land. Well, he was he like, "I want to show." You. He did a, si- a hand signal for boobs, so it, that's it, where you lose me on the joke. It didn't you're land. Not, you didn't say heart. <laughs> you're you do you're showing me a hand signal. He he should have. She gave him the beads back, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> and then he goes, I mean, I was going to say heart. You should have been there when I was practicing yeah, this. Yeah, this really is a lot killed. better when I was practicing. <laughs> LT, 38-year-old. That's exactly what he said, though. Yeah, yeah that was fair. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I waited too long. There, yeah. I yep. waited too long. The delivery wasn't good on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. LT, 38-year-old yoga guru from Bellevue. Tree trunk for legs. This year's Kenny. Oh. Want to be, at least. I don't think he has it. Old guy showing too much skin. Uh, Nobody has it like Kenny. <laughs> nobody's like Kenny, but this is that's the vibe I got from him right when I saw him. Rick, 32, medical sales rep from Los Angeles. Funniest, uh, most consistent bit of the night was him being under the platter. I thought this was funny. I got more to say about Rick later. I'll save it for then. Okay. Okay. Enjoy your appetizers. Come to me when you're ready for the main course. Is that not? I, <laughs> I like that. That's good. Ryan 30, the guy with the notes from San Jose. Ice cream truck. One thing that can't be denied is that Ryan is pulling off the unbuttoned look. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can quibble about this or that. The notes. Say the attitude, what you the strategy. Say, say what, what you want. want about the binder. <laughs> the unbuttoned looked six was working. <laughs> Doesn't always work, but it worked. <laughs> no, rarely. And it worked for him. <laughs> Great pocket square as well. He heard she liked ice cream because he did his homework. He knows what he's doing. Rodney, 29, sales rep, Rancho Cucamonga, the red apple costume. Topless with an apple costume, yeah. I wouldn't call it topless. His whole torso was covered. He didn't have an undershirt. If you're wearing a costume and you don't have an undershirt underneath, I'd consider it's that's weird for one. Uh, and I'd consider it topless. Ryan wouldn't be wearing an undershirt. I'll tell you that the <laughs> the apple. Well, you have an insane definition of topless. I don't want to just. Let yeah, that, that would he had a top I, on. He had no, a top he had on. a top on. I just. Yeah, you're right. The problem was this was sla- it didn't fit right. This was slouching. It was a bad fit, and the unfortunately the guy inside of it knew nothing about apples, and yeah, he was, that was walking sad. up to someone that knows a lot about apples. Never met anybody who knows more about apples. <laughs> unfortunately for him, her reading off the types of apples reminded me of Creed reading off the types of weed <laughs> when, when they ask him. About. Yeah, she lifts off fifteen apple types. What kind of apple are you? <laughs> Just trying to be the apple of I'm just being the apple. That's, this is a teacher apple thing. I'm not. He did, I'm, he, not he, I'm not a. I'm not. The an man picks the worst apple he could have picked. 
The only one that could the have only been correct. <laughs> yeah. Peter, 26. Pizza, 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 preneur? Pizza, preneur. Wow, nailed it. Yeah. yeah. From Port St. Joe, Florida. He yells something about pizza. He tosses the dough in there and he leaves it on the driveway. It hits the ground. It smacks the ground. This guy's on my fraud radar, AB. I'm not certain he knows how to. If you know, if you're a pizza guy for real, show that you off catch, right there. You obviously catch that dough and you spin it some more. And then you walk up with her and, you know, we'll make this later. Why would you let yes. it hit the fucking make ground? Make it later. That's genius. Why would you let it hit the ground? Wasted dough. He didn't seem to care. It showed me that he didn't have respect for dough. And I agree. I don't think he knows a thing about pizza. I don't think he does. I think he like owns you. Pizza Hut shares or something. There's no <laughs> other explanation. We'll see. If you can prove me wrong, Peter Pizza, I'd she like goes, to see Are it. you actually good at making pizza? And anyone that knows how to make pizza would obviously be like, yeah, yeah I fucking. Sure. I, that's how I'll I. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do is make pizzas. Like, but know. he says, we'll see. Uh, you'll find out later. <laughs> Okay, you I don't, don't think know. we're going to find out. <laughs> you don't know a thing about it. Daniel, 26, firefighter from Austin, Texas. You got to know that if the producer suggests you do something silly as a limo entrance, they're planning to come over the top and compound <laughs> how silly you look with a bigger, funnier, better version of that entrance. You just have to know that. And Daniel didn't because he came up on a toy fire truck all toy excited. Fire truck, kids outfit. He had the helmet <laughs> with the siren on the top. <laughs> Inside, he's like, damn, I came in on a toy fire truck because the next guy came in on a real fire truck. Real and fire he got truck. laughed out of the room. <laughs> real fire truck, no gimmicks. This is what I do. I'm a, no, I'm a firefighter. <laughs> I drive it, too. Because PJ, 30, from Houston, drove the fire truck. Popped out of there. This- what a man. <laughs> This man, Daniel, had his fake hat with the lights on in his hand. Embarrassed. I've never been more embarrassed for someone. Brandon J., traveling nurse recruiter from Portland. I don't know about this guy, Rim. I got my eyes on this guy. I'm watching him closely. That is making you think that? The bed, but he's also, it seems like a smooth talker to me, Rim. Mm. I'm concerned. But I trust Michelle. (laughs) <laughs> Spencer, 25, federal crimes analyst from Cleveland. Hooper. Well, he walks up dribbling two balls, just kind of like, hey, uh, and before he gets within earshot, she's shouting drills at him. <laughs> and he's doing it, though. <laughs> I didn't see him between do the it. Legs. I didn't see him do it. He, between the legs. 20 feet away, he's like, guys, now he's working up a sweat because he's got to keep up with. <laughs> Coming in with two balls is risky. A mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian, 31. NFL, NFL player. player. We just got NFL players up on here. This what this guy actually was on a roster. Currently, real roster. No. Oh, just anymore. an ex NFL player. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can't be on the show when you're current. <laughs> <laughs> I would think maybe he just you know gave up on his dream. <laughs> well, it didn't pay off because he didn't get a rose. Jamari, twenty six, personal trainer, pops his sleeves off. <laughs> Next up, Loki, 27, a wellness coach from Los Angeles. His name's Edward, but he looked like <laughs> Loki. Loki? I, thought, I thought you would laugh at that. Okay. I didn't get you. <laughs> He's got late. a gold bowl making some noises. <laughs> Pretty cool tie. The calming bowl thing. I, I'm cool with it. No issues. Leroy, 27, PhD this student This is where they Dallas. started flying. This is where yes. they were flying. Well, yeah, we didn't even see his. We, he didn't say anything. He did the selfie. He took a picture, yeah. Martin, 29, personal trainer. He barely completed a backflip without <laughs> popping his Achilles. It was a not an impressive backflip. Cutting it close. Joe, 28, real estate developer from Minneapolis. This is when the music cuts. Mm. Turns out these two have previously interacted, AB. Here we go again with one of these storylines. This was the Peter and uh, Kelly. Michelle thinks she knows this guy. And she does. And she does. As he's walking away, he she says, have I met you before? Have I slid in your DMs? Is your last name Coleman? And he turns around and he says, yeah, that's me. Uh, and then she mentions they messaged back and forth briefly about basketball. And then he ghosted me. She's talking to Caitlin and Tasha at that point. I, do you think there's more to the story? What's going on here? Just a couple DMs and then the ghost 
like stopping from sending other messages or do you think you know they were talking for a while in dms and then he ghosted based on their interaction later which i found incredibly strange tonally i found this whole thing logically that's why i think there's more well, there has to be. Than just DMs. That is, again, the number one reason why I don't like these storylines, because we have no way... T- we don't know what happened off screen. Yeah. All I know is it's more than just, you know, her Probably. DMing him, and then... Uh, def- more, I feel nothing. like more than basketball was discussed. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because if he just stopped responding, and they're just talking about basketball, that's really no issue. That's no issue. I don't know you, and then I stopped responding to you. <laughs> On that note, we'll take a break. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The cocktail party. Whoever scouted this location needs to be fired. The number of stairs that everyone had to go up and down on me, particularly Michelle in a gown with heels, nightmare scenario. You know, I hear you. I really thought the walk down the big ass stairs was breathtaking for that opening scene. You want to do it 50 times? You do no, it 50 times. <laughs> Just that I don't want to see that again, but that opening scene where she's walking down to the guys the Cinderella was great. Bit, sure. Yeah, huge stairs. Jamie grabs her first. What do you think of this interaction? Uh, they didn't show me the name, so that's what really oh, I was God. thinking about the entire time when they were talking. Uh, he's got a bad laugh. Um, that's all I got. You smile with your spirit. I don't know what that means. These, it seems to me like Jamie's got means, some Jamie. lines. I got my eyes on Jamie. I'll say that. I don't know about him. I could see him being good. I could see him being bad. That's what the first night's all about. <laughs> yep. Peter Pizza brought her cannolis, which I thought was smart. I'm sure she's starving. It's probably two in the morning and they skipped dinner. That cannoli looked fire. I can't believe Pizza Guy went second. The guy who threw the pizza dough on the fucking in the driveway. Yeah, I don't know how he got that role, but he did. <laughs> Let's jump to Joe. Michelle walks up to him to grab him. After a few light touch interactions. Yeah, she's like, with okay, I got something on my mind here. I'm tired Apple of playing. I'm tired of, guy. I'm tired of talking to pizza guy about this. I got something serious I want to talk about. There's a person here I know already. Maybe yeah. we should get to <laughs> Let's address this. Michelle says, I was surprised to get a few responses back then. And then, you know, someone forgot to hit send. Oh. Joe didn't think she'd remember their interaction. Then this shifts to very heavy discussion yeah. about... I think he had property. Yeah, I think he's near a George. Real Floyd. I don't know if he lived there, but he had property there. He's a real estate developer in Minneapolis, so he said there were property in George Floyd Square, and had a lot of shootings and a lot of anxiety and stress going on in that time, and didn't feel at that time he could date. I didn't know what was going on here. It just what are you seemed- two talking about? <laughs> Is there something that I don't know? There had to be. The answer is yes. (laughs) Michelle says, hey, I'm understanding, but you just could have told me not in a good place right now. Mm -hmm. She's concerned that he might shut down again. Ghost her again. I feel like the commitment level on Joe's part coming to Indian Wells, California to be (laughs) on your TV show is a little higher. I don't. That's why I think there's I more like to the DMs. They're not comparable situations. That's why there I, has to be. I feel like there's more to it. I think it, 
it's presented to us that, you know, she reached out to him via DMs. They've never met in person. And they went back and forth like for a couple messages about basketball. And then he stopped messaging this person he does not know and has not met. And that has made her this upset. I find that hard to believe. It just seems like there's more to this story that we are not getting. So I don't know what to say about it. Well, exactly. Which, again, is why I don't like these off-screen stories. It's yeah. it's the same thing as the stagecoach stuff. It's like, well, I don't know who... I don't know what your personal messages say, so I don't know what <laughs> don't to know think what's about. I don't know going on there. Yeah. Anyway. Anything else? I just... I found it weird where he brought up a very serious topic, and then yeah. it was... The conversation ended like, well, we'll see if you're lucky enough to make it. I'm like, well, I don't know. I just... Yeah, and they get into, like, therapy. He talks about going to therapy about... It just, again... Seemed like there's a lot we're missing to this whole thing, so I don't... Agreed. Rick the Platter. Let me say this about Rick. Well done. Getting out of that table as soon as possible. This is the type of thing that could drag on for a night, and then all of a sudden he's sitting there past the rose ceremony in a fucking table. She hasn't met him. He's a joke at this point. I think he sensed that it was going that way. Like they wheeled Rick in and Michelle was like, Oh, it's Rick. And it was like, okay, this is getting close to friend zone. It's now or never. I got to get out of this table. And I think he abandoned his plans and got out in that quicker than he was originally planning. It's like box guy, box guy too. James, James box guy. If he never got out of that box. Yeah. But he got out even Career's faster. Over. Like James, yeah. I feel like James stayed in there too long and it became a thing. Table guy got out of that table. Quick. Apple guy. They discussed that he doesn't know anything about apples. He don't know shit of, about apples. Which is, I think, actually probably better for him than <laughs> if he named a red apple, then it wouldn't. There's no fun to be had with that. Yeah, she probably wouldn't even talk to him. It's time for Ryan to bring out the ice cream truck. Michelle loves ice cream, based on his research. I thought they had a good conversation. I said here, he sounds like every other person who's been on this show. Ever. (laughs) When when you watch it with the knowledge that he has a packet of info, it seems slimier. But if you don't have that knowledge, he comes off just like everyone else. Says he was raised on a vineyard on a big farm. He coaches for the Special Olympics. Seemed great. Seem great. They get along great. Yeah. Top of my board. <laughs> Tasha and Caitlin interrupt. Time to break the news. Now that Michelle's met and likes Ryan. <laughs> they found the document. Some of the phrases on the document. How to be a villain. How Make not it to seem be a like villain. How not to be a villain. Yeah. Important distinction. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Make it seem like you're super interested in that stuff regarding her career. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, those are damning phrases they're using that were found Damning in this document. Phrases. Indeed. So make it seem like you're super into that stuff. It is t- going to be impossible to come back from that. So Michelle pulls Ryan and she's like, hey, this is what Tasha and Kaylin said. They'd go back and forth for a bit, agree to go go look at the notes because the they're room. in the building. <laughs> Up to the room. What did you make of this they scene? Had to, they had to walk by everybody. Embarrassing. They then had to get on the elevator like ding. And then they get Can in the elevator, the elevator? <laughs> to sit there in silence, wait to go up. They, then the cameras get up there and then they go into the room. This is incredible. This was an incredible scene, I thought. First thing he mentions is, well, here he's showing her the pages like this is my dream girls and dating list. Obviously, everyone just has one of those yeah, with of them at all times. <laughs> if you're going to do notes like this, this was too many. notes. Boil it down to a cheat sheet. Not a packet. A packet Bram, of course, is too this was much. Too many notes. The man had a binder. They had to. They would have had pages. to have a team go through all these. It would have taken ages to go through <laughs> all these notes. I'm saying, if you want a quick little like primer on stuff, a cheat sheet is better. Do the little font. Remember, when you used to get one page study guide and you take it down to seven font. This guy had fourteen okay with font, five hundred pages. No, I'm okay with the amount. He, you got to remember, they probably had to go through quarantine. He had all that time in the hotel room. He's probably just studying that thing. Like he's got a final coming up. So when he's out in the hallway and she's reading them, what did you make of his explanation? His explanation was a little <laughs> he was, scattershot. He was standing there acting like he was at the police station getting interrogated. <laughs> Listen, that's just my buddy. I don't know what he did. 
He said, there's nothing there to find. It's just my notes. That was just a, my notes. That was another great scene, I thought, was when they were interviewing. They did a quick little interview in front of a white wall, and he's just back against the wall, knows he's fucked. He probably shouldn't have talked at that no, way. He should have I demanded mean, his lawyer. He's been like, I'm not lawyer, saying anything yeah. until I get a lawyer present. Because <laughs> he kept saying, I've never seen the show. I've never seen the show. He's definitely seen the show. The one time he's like, I watch the episodes. And I write things down by Michelle. You know, whether you have or you haven't, it's kind of fine, but just... He was all over the place with Michelle, too. He said, my friend... First, he tried to make it seem like it was all his friend's wife's stuff in the binder. Then later in the... Like, a couple sentences later, he talks about how he's writing. She's like, wait a second. Did you write this or did... Uh, It was just... He seemed like a liar. I don't know what... I don't know what the truth is. I probably believe him, honestly. If you're asking me, do I think someone else wrote some of those notes? I, th- I, I definitely believe think that. someone else wrote a lot of the notes. I think there's too I many believe- pages for one. That's not the work yeah. of one person. <laughs> no, it's too many pages. <laughs> too many pages. That's a group project. Part of this scene I didn't love was the last thing Michelle read out loud was biggest fault is that you're overconfident. Ryan presumably writing down some of his flaws that he's trying to corrected in his life she wrote she read that out loud and then walked out and was and sounds like a said, dream board to me just it's, write it's down a, something you you know a goal board that was my thing is i did the line the last line she said i'm like that seems like a, a it's good to have knowledge awareness of self-awareness of what the problem with your personality is for other people and maybe try I think to improve she found the it. other stuff though and they just didn't show her responding to that yeah the line that should have been read out loud should have been a more damning line than like, hey, man, like work yeah. to be better. <laughs> anyway, she walks him out in front of everybody. Just they had to take the elevator back down. ding, And then they get back in the elevator, ride it back down. And then they had to walk out. And then he had to walk probably like sneak past everyone. He didn't want to get seen again because he had to get back to his room. So he had to walk by him again because he walked out the front door of the hotel like he's just going to leave or something. No, he had to walk back in through that door. Yeah, left all his stuff Go in there. back to the, ho- the, the elevator, ride that up, walk by everyone again, get his stuff and then leave. His room was at the end of the hall. <laughs> Right by the fire escape, they could. He could have just been like, "All right, let me get my stuff." <laughs> he was and I'll standing walk by out. the fire. He was standing by the stairs. I'll just so walk down the stairs. I'm on the third floor. No big deal. But no, you got to do the walk them out in front of everybody. Meanwhile, all the gods are like, "Do you think that's bad?" Yes, it's bad. <laughs> She's silent, walking this guy She's out. She's pissed. Read some body language. He looks fellas. so sad. She walked him out the front door. She left him too. She. She didn't walk him out. They had like two or three doors that they had to go through at the at the hotel. She left him at the initial door, didn't even reach the, the middle section. You think he's getting the first impression, Rose? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. The guy got caught with, a, with documents. <laughs> caught red-handed. Uh, Chris S. says, Ryan told him he's been in the bachelor pool for a while. Well, Rem... Someone in the Facebook group uh, posted that he had been on the the Bachelor live show with Ben and uh, Becca, and he was like the the person. No, it's not bad, but I'm just saying he's he's he has. That's what he's probably talking about. Is that no, no doubt. And he's probably been trying to get on seasons. I mean, obviously Ryan's full of shit. I'm not. Ryan's gonna act full like of shit. He's, not- he's seen s- multiple seasons of this show, if not all. No of doubt them. about it. I bet he's no watched every. A guy that takes that many notes. Uh, you think he's not going to watch all the seasons? Are you crazy? He's watched 30 seasons of this show. It was kind of a funny bit at the end when he was sitting on his luggage. They made him, before well, yeah. he went this back was up, all funny. like you said, before he went back up to <laughs> yeah. get his stuff for real, they were like, here, sit on this tiny piece of luggage and it's act like funny. you're waiting for an Uber. I enjoyed this whole thing a lot. And it makes me think, here's what I think probably happened. He did the notes thing for real. Yes. I read some stuff on Twitter that he's a notes guy from people you that think? know him in his life, like that he just has loads of notes, that he just takes notes about his so life. So he did that. He told the producers about it because he thought it was a positive thing or it, whatever. Absolutely. It slipped, whatever. I think you're right there. They got the idea. They're like, well, obviously we got to do this. Yeah. And they probably were like, I mean, are you okay with getting a big segment night one and getting sent home more than likely if we use this that way or do you want to take your chances and see if you get a rose and then I don't, see if you I get don't another know if rose. I follow you there I don't know I think he looks at this experience as a net positive 
He'll he'll be remembered in Bachelor lore as the notes guy. No one's ever had notes like this. Say, I almost take it as he took these notes and did it honestly. He was going to, saw nothing weird about he it. He didn't think anything was wrong with it, and then. And I don't even know if there is something really wrong with it, honestly. I mean, in the back of my head, he just wrote down stuff that I would be thinking if I was going on this show. Like, that how, do I not, how do I not be a villain? I got to make sure I don't do some shit that makes me a villain. But he just wrote that shit down, Agreed. which was a mistake. So, uh, I don't know. They should have drawn a, a clear distinction between what notes were okay and what notes were not okay. Because I think the notes about his own per- his own self awareness is okay. I think the notes like, "Hey, Michelle's a teacher. She played basketball at Bradley. She likes this kind of stuff." I think that's totally fine to prep yourself. But the notes about like, make sure pretend you're, you're interested. This. Yeah, that's not okay. That's not great. <laughs> and they did they they lumped them all together as if the concept of preparing with notes was not okay. When really it was the individual. Some of the lines were bad. How pissed would you be if you, the note taker, just had a bunch of good notes that you wrote down, but then the person you enlisted in help had wrote that other stuff, and that's what got you kicked that's off? Kind, that's kind of what I think. <laughs> I'd be pissed. I don't know. Obviously, Michelle had to send him home. She's not going to be like... I mean, she said it right. You can't look at somebody's manifesto and keep someone. She you said gotta, it. She said it I have it no right. choice. There's, I'm not going to start a relationship when there's 30 guys here with this many red flags. I don't know what this is. I don't. I don't know this is weird. Is. This is weird. <laughs> what's going on in weird. here? So I'm just going to. I'm just going to send you home. I got, there's no reason to keep him. It's hard for me to believe you and I will end up engaged based on this book. <laughs> this about me. I was just in your hotel room <laughs> rummaging through a binder of stuff that includes. A lot of stuff about me, and it's Headshots very weird. Other people, <laughs> it's, I don't it's know weird. if I can move I forward with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a must send home situation. You you mentioned earlier. I like how after the storyline was over, it was over. They didn't dwell yeah, on over. it. They didn't act like Moving it was on. the end of the world. It was just like, yeah, some guy. I don't know. I like know, how Michelle gone. didn't turn this into like shutting the cocktail, making it <laughs> exactly. a big deal. Like, exactly. I can't go on with the rest of my night. No, it was just like. Yeah, I took, I handled it, and now I'm ready to move on. When she was giving her speech, she says, I'm not here for a play-by-play book of how to get screen time and how not to be a villain. And while she's saying this, on the screen is the guy who spent most of the night in a, under a table on a silver platter just shaking his head in disgust. Like, yeah, can't believe someone would want screen time and to be portrayed as the good guy. <laughs> Nate one-on-one time. He has a shell around him, maybe a little more guarded than most. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to show those sides super early. Michelle's not having it. You need to. You need. You got to gotta spill the beans. You got to spill it. <laughs> She's not having it, and I like that about her. Well, Nate has probably seen the show, and if you if your parents have not been married for thirty five plus years and are currently as happy as they've ever been, you're like an outcast on this <laughs> show. So Nate probably felt uncomfortable divulging the information that his parents have been divorced. Mentions they've, he's never seen his parents kiss. Little things like that is not what he wants in a relationship. I thought this was a good, real conversation between Michelle and, and Nate here. I think he came off as a totally normal dude. Yep. And he's cute to boot. And keep, I put here, keep your eyes on Nate. I thought this might have been a first kiss moment. It wasn't, but it felt like it. I Leader agree. in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Caitlin brings out the first impression, Rose. We got a couple other chatty moments with some other guys. Pizza guy thinks he's got the first impression, Rose. You think those cannolis are going to get the job done for you, pal? (laughs) Michelle grabs Nate to give him the first impression, Rose. Anything on their interaction here? She says she feels the sparks and butterflies when she kissed him. That's a good sign, Rim. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Nate, I'll put it this way. Nate is by far and away in the lead right now. Absolutely. On my personal power. Well, yeah. She's only kissed one person. Yeah, but he's awesome too. He In is addition awesome. to that, he seems awesome. Cool Been earrings. wrong before. <laughs> AB, AB regretting not having earrings growing up. <laughs> That's all that is. <laughs> Rose ceremony. The roses. Jamie, Leroy, Martin, Spencer, Rick, Clayton, Peter, PJ. The house. Malik, Romeo. Clayton's the house. Yeah. Daniel, Brandon J, Will, Chris S, Rodney, Alec, Pardeep, 
Christopher G, Casey, Olu, LT. And then she walks away for a bit, AB. Comes back, gives the rose to Joe. Just a quick pause for the commercial break. Nothing less. Could have even been a bathroom break. Nothing here. Yeah. Why would you send him home? And they didn't even present the, another possibility for who could get the final rose. It no, wasn't they like were Joe showing or this guy. It was just like Joe or nobody. This guy, you have no, yeah, this guy, you have no idea who they are. It wasn't. This wasn't climactic to me. I knew he was getting the rose. No roses. Brandon K. Brian. Can Edward, you believe Garrett Jack? You Jamar. work your ass off to get to the NFL. That seems like it should get you a rose on night one, no matter what. NFL player should get a I rose. I was looking forward to him. No matter on. what. What were we looking forward to? Him and Clayton going at it. Well, I was just looking forward to Brian, like the real <laughs> Doing NFL the Oklahoma player. D- drill or something. Yeah, he has to be the first actual NFL player to not get a rose. That's crazy to me. Like, if I was the Bachelor and there was a WNBA player there, I'd be intrigued enough about. I'd want to know. Yeah, let's I, talk I, about let me that. ask you about the NFL for a little bit. I'm going to keep you for that reason alone. It'll be interesting, even if I'm not feeling you. I'm not feeling tons of these guys. <laughs> hey, spoiler alert. We're going to discuss that. The, who the, We're going to name the next Bachelor in this segment shortly and in the headline segment. So skip ahead to the next segment if you don't want to know who the next Bachelor is, which seems impossible at this point. Okay. Question for you. Mm-hmm. The next Bachelor is out. Yeah, that's my headline of the week. So you know who it is? Yes. I do too. I, I guess w- that's, I think that's probably fine. Well, freaking Jesse Palmer, the next host, tweeted it. So I'm like, okay, this is out. It's not like under the surface out. It's official. It's out, out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so whatever, he must not go very far then, or he I think must he not might. be a hometown. I, I think this is a different scenario than most seasons, because if they're getting yeah. ready for a January Bachelor, they it's can't been wait. for a month. They can't wait until the end to to pick someone, and they've have to, they have to do casting and all that, so yeah. uh, it's just a little different. Uh, are we going to, are we going to, what's, what are we doing here? <laughs> Let's just pretend we don't know who it is. Let's not say it for people. Let's ask the question. I want to know if people are going to try to watch this season without finding out. I always go back to people who listen to a Bachelor recap. They know. Are probably quite online. So why don't we just say it? We'll say it. It's the house, right? Isn't it? Isn't it the big guy? It's the big man, right? The big dog. (laughs) Spoiler, spoiler, (laughs) I'm going to put a spoiler alert in. It's a big boy. I'm going to put a spoiler alert. The biggest bachelor of all time. We're going to discuss, we're going to discuss who the bachelor is. The big guy. We're going to, listen, we're going to be calling him big wrestlers all season, okay? The biggest, the biggest guys, that's who we're calling them. (laughs) I know. That's what I was thinking my notes. I was just writing down wrestlers. This is Ryback. <laughs> He's bigger than Ryback. <laughs> this is Bobby Lashley, White Lashley. <laughs> it's the biggest guy I've ever seen. No, one of these guys is legit Bobby Lashley. You can't tell when they're wearing their suits, but one of these guys is Big Papa Pump. <laughs> All right. I need clean audio to okay, put in that ahead. we're going to say, hey, spoiler alert. It's Clayton. That's my headline from Us, uh, Us Weekly. Future Bachelor Clayton Eckerd's season 18 Bachelorette debut didn't make a strong impression on fans. I mean, I don't know what you're looking at if you weren't impressed by what well, you saw. Well, they're looking at random tweets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, he's the he's Clayton is the next Bachelor, apparently. Jesse Palmer spilled the beans. We're also going to, I mean, that's kind of interesting to be able to watch and yeah, the closest thing I think we've had is is Rachel. We found out before she was eliminated, but we didn't find out the entire season. This was before episode one. We found out this guy is is the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah they so. announced Rachel the week before she was sent home on yeah. that season. Anyway, do you have any other headlines? No, that was it for this week. We I haven't discussed that Jesse Palmer that. is the host. I don't think, but he is. Yeah, what do you think about that? I think I'll be fine. He's a television professional. 
He's been on other shows as a host lately, too. Kind of he, he just getting ready for it. He did that, and he also did the... Uh, was he Was he the guy on the surfer show? That was on he right probably, after The Bachelor? He probably hosts The Surfer Show. I think yeah. he did, yeah. So he's been he's been brushing up on hosting, so I'm I'm fine with it. Let's get to the mailbag, 773-234-7794. If you did not watch Paradise, you're probably just going to be confused because these are residual Paradise comments. 626 area code. Neil Lane is totally fine, AB. Don't worry. Hmm. Okay. AB questioned if he was alive. He is. My friend's grandmother is his best friend. And I see him sometimes around L.A. In fact, my friend just went to his house last weekend for a party and swam in his pool. That's the kind of detail okay, that shit that seems fake, like a lie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems. Yeah, like lie, I was but... just with Richard Simmons, and that was like <laughs> Richard Simmons' publicist or something. <laughs> she says he's super sweet and drives her grandma everywhere. Neil Lane drives this person's friend's grandma everywhere since she cannot drive anymore. Long live Neil Lane. If that's true, canonize the guy. The guy's a saint. Neil Lane. Wow. The best. If that's true, which I don't think it is. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) They didn't include that name. That is a great mailbag. Either way. Kelsey in Rhode Island Conspiracy Corner. Noah sent him cell phone because he thought he had a shot at Bachelor after Brandon and Ivan no both way. imploded. There's just no way. And he knew he couldn't come out of BIP coupled up. Well, maybe if the producers are in here like, hey, we were thinking about Brandon, but obviously he's out. We were thinking about Noah or we were thinking about Ivan. He's out. You want to do it, Noah? Break up with her. They'll probably not because that would he would lose goodwill. if he, Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah, if he breaks up with Abigail, that's not going to set him up to be the that's bachelor. That's not going to be like, Ooh, should you be the lead? <laughs> it would be if he she broke up with him, that would set him up. Yeah. I like a good I like a good conspiracy though. Of course. 301 area code. In regards to followers the night after the finale, I used to follow Joe after his first paradise season, then unfollowed him when I got bored of just seeing him do ads. Hmm. During his season, I didn't. During this season, I didn't want to follow or refollow anyone because I don't watch live and didn't want spoilers. Sure. Now I'm back to following Joe. Are you following AB? Now I'm back yeah, to following Joe. Joe. I've never stopped. No, following this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comment. I don't think you are. Now I'm back to no, following yeah. Joe. As of the day after the finale, because I want to keep up with his and Serena's relationship. Honestly, if they break up, I'll probably they're being cute on Instagram again. too. Those two are being cute. Yeah, Adorable. I'm loving they're the cute. content they're putting out. 773-234-7794. What's your mailbag question, AB? What? You don't have a mailbag question? This is the flagship. No, I already said it. I want to know if people... I want to know if about people and The Bachelor. If they're watching with knowledge of who The Bachelor is. Okay. And what do you think about that, I guess? What do you think about them announcing yeah. it so early? And if you have any general thoughts about the big the big dog right off the bat. The big show. <laughs> Quick Rose League update. We are doing a Rose League this season. It's carried over from Paradise. So if you are if you were in our Paradise League, you are in this one. New people, we've changed the name. It's called Rosecast Nation parentheses S18. Close parentheses. We are not starting scoring until episode two. Wanted to give everybody a fair shot at starting fresh. So you can get a good. So you can't join late and be behind. And see who the guys are, too. What are you going to. Obviously, we want to see. I, I, I don't, don't even know. get how first week would work. <laughs> Without. Unless I looked up spoilers. That's just for spo- people that fell that out for week one. Elephant in the room. New spoilers. <laughs> yeah. We're still going to do a sticker winner for each episode and a t-shirt for the season-long winner. I say we count the finale, AB, and just trust honor system. What do you think? If you're not going to count the finale, you might as well not count the last five weeks because people know who the people mm. who are spoiled probably know hometowns and all that. So just count it all. If you Count it all. If you want to cheat. Honor system. Honor system. If you know, don't join. Again, it's called Rosecast Nation S18 on the Rose League app. We'll include a link to download it in the episode description. Anything else, AB? We went kind of short. Feels weird. Uh, I'm, s- I'm still looking for 2,000 Facebook group 
What's the number? Sixteen hundred. We need and a big push the end towards of the, the end. Calendar year. End of the calendar year. We'll include a link in the episode Two description months. there. What are you waiting for? All right. That's all I got. That's all we got. Who's your favorite so far? Uh, <laughs> scrolling through these guys. It's either the next Bachelor or... <laughs> are you talking about personal, just yeah, who guy like. you want to hang out yeah. with? <laughs> okay. I want him to be my bodyguard when I go yeah. out. <laughs> or, uh, or Nate. Nate seems great. Nate seems great. And he's great. got a good earring. Did you watch the preview? No. I will not be watching previews this year. Good. Don't. Don't. Mm-mm. Not doing it. Nate might not be who we think, AB. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 